0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. From Mark chapter 13. Watch therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming. In the evening, at midnight, at the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning. Today is the first Sunday in Advent. A season which prepares us for the celebration of Christmas. The season of Advent focuses on the various comings of Christ into our lives. Most notably, it prepares us for what we call the Feast of the Incarnation, otherwise known as Christmas, which celebrates God taking human form in the person of Jesus Christ in time. The word incarnation is thrown around a lot. It means enfleshed or embodied. That is, Jesus was the embodiment of God. But Advent does not merely point us backwards. It also points us forward in multiple directions. First, it points us to the coming of Christ at the end of time, where Christ will, quote, come to judge the quick and the dead, as we say each week. And we acknowledge that this event could happen at any moment. Second, it points us to the coming of Christ at the end of our lives. And this event, too, could happen at any moment. Those of us who have been brought into the fellowship of Christ will meet Christ at our death, and we will rest with Christ until the end of the ages. Third, it points us to the continual coming of Christ in our lives, Whether Christ comes to quicken us for ministry, or through the work of the Spirit convicts us of sin, or perhaps Christ comes to us through the friendship of another person. And these events can happen at any moment, and we must be watchful. These are just three examples of the many ways in where Christ comes to those who belong to him. The essential message of Advent is this. Be ready and be watchful, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming. There is some confusion surrounding the season of Advent because it is not an obvious season to get our arms around, especially in modern American culture. While the world is in full-blown Christmas celebration the minute after Thanksgiving, we are only beginning. And we are trying to watch and wait. Advent does not mean that you must become the Grinch, as Bishop Scarlett likes to say. And it doesn't mean you have to avoid any parties or decorations until the 25th. In the Advent season, it's confusing because there's no central event. There's no central celebration like Christmas Day or Easter Day. And yet there's no central penitential day like Ash Wednesday or Good Friday. Most of the church year focuses on the events surrounding the life of Christ in kind of a historical narrative fashion. And yet, Advent is thematic. So, this is where this helps us make sense of Advent. When we look at the lessons for daily reading, and we look at the Gospels, keep in mind they are thematic, they're not in a linear progression in history. Because today's Gospel reading is the triumphal entry. Of Jesus going into Jerusalem before he faces his death. And we see this on Palm Sunday. And I was always confused, and I was like, Jesus hasn't been born yet. Why is he riding a donkey? Um, but when you keep in mind, when you hear these readings, it, they are thematic. They are the theme of Christ coming. Christ coming in his triumph. Today, we meditate on the triumphal entry because Christ's birth was indeed a triumph. It disrupted kings, it caused an upset in the political and religious system of Jesus' day. While wise men came from the east to search out this child king, another king, King Herod, in a fit of jealous rage, slaughtered all the children born in that region, two and under. And Jesus could have been killed, but he wasn't. When the angel Gabriel came to the Blessed Virgin and told her all that was to come to pass, she could have frozen with fear and rejected his message, but she didn't. She said yes to God, be it unto me according to thy word. When Joseph was searching for a place for him and Mary, as the scriptures say was great with child, a place for them to rest from their journey, He could have been frustrated, he was frustrated, he could have given up hope, but he didn't. There were so many obstacles along the journey to Christ's birth that could have prohibited that day, and part of our wonder and amazement is seeing the hand of God at work in the beginning of Jesus' ministry, even before he was born. The triumphal entry in the gospel immediately precedes Christ's cleansing of the temple, If you went to Sunday school with flannel boards, you remember pictures of Jesus flipping the tables and coins flying everywhere. Uh, But Jesus was upset because they were buying and selling the sacrifices in the temple, where traditionally they were outside or in a marketplace, but the money changers brought it inside, and they turned this house house of worship into a house of commerce. And when Jesus came in, he demanded that This house shall be called a house of prayer. Prayer. We talk a lot about prayer and the life of prayer at St. Matthew's and how it shapes our lives. This is perhaps where the Advent message comes home to us personally. Prayer is the posture of how we are to live in the present, in the time between the two comings of Christ. In fact, learning to live between these two great comings is what it means to be a Christian. We are called to be watchful and ready in our prayer. This means that we must practice our prayer. It means we must even think about it in advance before we do it. This might seem odd to the way we were raised or the way we think about prayer. For some of us, thinking about prayer before we pray, seems inauthentic and not heartfelt. We somehow put unrealistic demands on our relationship with God that we wouldn't do in any other relationship or any other discipline. If we wish to learn a new skill or habit, we might practice it in advance before we execute it publicly we might read about it or learn about it, see how other people do this task or skill. If we want to get to know someone better, we might plan out some time to spend with that person, maybe schedule a dinner. And all of these planned events and planned trips just make the extemporaneous even more exciting. It is not that different in a relationship with God and yet it is so much more important to our well-being. Lastly, Advent reminds us that we pray in a spirit of continual anticipation for what God is bringing to pass. It might mean that we must undergo a cleansing of our own hearts, a cleansing of our own temples, an overturning of the tables in our souls to make room for Christ to be born again in our lives. We say born again is something joyful, and it is. But remember, birth is also very painful. And it is painful when light comes into darkness. This Advent, let us pray that Jesus will come into our lives in a new way, illuminating those dark parts of our hearts that are stuck. And that we would use this season to clean out those corners of our soul that we do not like to look at so that Christ may dwell in our hearts more fully in a powerful way in the year ahead. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.